You're listening to KAYT, 88.1 FM, Gina, Alexandria, 98.9 FM, Monroe, West Monroe, 92.5 FM, Shreveport, Greenwood, 100.1 FM, Lake Charles, and KQJO, 99.3 FM, St. Joseph, Louisiana, Natchez, Mississippi. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is the Restoring Faith broadcast, and I am Dr. Christopher Manuel, pastor of the Smyrna and Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist churches in Alexandria. We desire to present the gospel message of Jesus Christ to a dying world in these final moments of Earth's history. And now, today's broadcast. And ye are the what, everybody? He that abide in me, and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. May the Lord add a rich blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. You may be seated. God's people, the church, shows us from another perspective how Christ dealt with us here in John, the 15th chapter. Christ being the true vine and we the church being the branches gives the perfect example for our subject today as we focus just a little bit upon staying grounded. Staying grounded. He uses this illustration to help his disciples to understand how serious it is to be in him. Are you with me today, Smyrna? When we look back at the verses of John 15, don't close your Bible. John the 15th chapter, verse one and two, as we just reiterate again, because repetition deepens the impression. He says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. And every branch in me, he says, that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth little fruit, more fruit. Jesus' position as true vine and the church's position as the branches calls out to us for a closer examination of this text. Not that we need to understand where Jesus is, but we ought to appreciate what he's doing. Because right now we can't get to where he is in the state of mind in which we are if we choose to stay. Are we with me today? Okay, so you see we are all judged by how we relate to the true vine. Are you with me? It's how we relate to the true vine. He didn't ask you about your attitude, though it needs changing. He didn't ask us how we relate to one another, though we should relate to one another as he relates to us. You see, brothers and sisters, we are either unfruitful or fruitful branches of the true vine, or we are unattached or attached branches of the true vine. Verse 2 says, every branch in me that bears not fruit, he's going to do what? Take it away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it. That means he prunes it, that it may bring forth more fruit. So right here, one example that we can glean from the text that this parable is designed to explain to us in staying grounded, he seasons us. He seasons us. 
You see, the branches, when we talk about the true vine, when, when Jesus gives this illustration to the disciples, the branches have a tendency to trail along the ground, but they don't bear fruit down there. When branches grow along the ground, the leaves are coated in dust. When it rains, it gets muddy and mildewed. The branches become sick and useless. Sin is the dirt covering the grape leaves. Air and light cannot get in. The branches, the church, gets weak and no fruit is developed. The vine dresser has to go through the garden looking for those branches, and he does two main things. He lifts them up. He washes them off so they can flourish again. He has to season them. Preparing them in the midst of the season is some of the things the majority of the time as people of God, we don't want God to do. I'm all right. No, you're not. But we'll never admit it like that because we figure that we are fine. I am good. I don't need nobody telling me nothing. I've been in this church longer than you. But you still have some things that you lack. I know I hear some of us with the question, I'm, I'm barren, I'm producing no fruit in my life, and the question that we propound, how does God move our branches from barren to fruitful that we may become productive in our growth? Another question phrased another way, how does he move me from the mud and misery to a beautiful branch that brings into being a lovely bunch of grapes? Well, the answer to that is simple, brothers and sisters. God intervenes and he disciplines us. He has to season us. And the Bible calls that process chastening. Hebrews, the 12th chapter. Turn there. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 and 6 talks about the chastening of the Lord. Now, we don't want to talk about chastening, but it's good for us anyway, especially in the household of God. And this is what he mentions as he seasons us. Listen to what he said, the latter part of verse 5 and all of verse 6. He says, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Listen to what he says, verse 6. For whom the Lord loveth, he does what, everybody? He chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receives. The word chastening means disciplinary correction. Proverbs 15 tells us that correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hates reproof shall die. Chastening's purpose is to correct us for our faults. By God's chastisement, he shows that he has a paternal care for us. And as a father governs us, to correct us when we are wrong shows that there is a parental solitude for us and that we are not outcasts. Let me put it in a language that we probably can understand. God chooses to chastise us to better us as we go through seasons. Discipline is what happens when our loving Father steps in to lift us away from our own destructive and unfruitful pursuits. If necessary, mm, he will use painful measures to bring the best fruit to harvest. Yes, he will. His purpose is to cleanse us and free us from sin so that we can live a more abundant life for his glory. 
God's discipline is paramount because of a major sin problem. What is that problem? Unconfronted behavior or an attitude that is blighting your life. Now that will end when the problem ends. Here comes the question. Why would a loving God, Pastor, want to bring me pain even in small doses? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Why am I going through this? Why did he designate this particular for me? Why did he let me go through this abuse? Why did he let me go through this separation? Why did he let me go through this divorce? Why did he allow my child to go through this? And why is it that my child has to deal with this? And why is it that my brothers are dealing with this? Well, the answer is this, brothers and sisters. Like a loving father, he wants us to stay away from what would hurt us and to move along the path toward maturity. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, that involves discipline. Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11 continues to explain. Now, no chastening for the present seems to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward, it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. In other words, Smyrna, no discipline feels good to any child. <laughs> God's actions are intended to nudge us lovingly, wisely, and persistently toward the life and character you desire but can't be reached without help. Let me tell you a story that happened a long time ago, true story. Growing up, I was an elementary child, and a lot of us, Sister Silas, we traveled. It's about 40 of us when we went home. So if anybody tried to beat any one of us, we would just jump up. It's a whole bunch of us. We'll beat them up. But we're going home, and I stayed, down, I, I stayed a block away from the projects. Well, my mother had already told me, now don't you go there, you come straight home. Get the message, come straight home. So we're walking home and it's kind of warm outside, it's hot, we're wiping sweat as kids, you know. And then the next thing you know, my friends, the majority of them lived in the projects. So in coming through the projects in order to get to where I, where I lived, they had a playground. And we're elementary children. We love to play all the time. I'm talking about God seasoning us, just get the story. So I wanted some water because you will get depleted, little dilapidated, amen, when you're playing outside. Am I right about it? Amen. So all of a sudden, I asked my friend Derek. I said, Derek, man, I sure want some water. Can, can I get some water? Can I come to your house and get some water? He said, sure, come on up. Talking about God disciplining you. So the water, Sister Shirley, transformed into red Kool-Aid. Oh, I know I was going to stay there for a minute and keep playing, Elder Hudson. I was going to stay there. And then I drunk the Kool-Aid. It was so good. And, and we went back to playing. And then the next thing I knew, all eyes were behind me. And I slowly turned around, and there was a 76 Buick that pulled up. That was my mother and her friend. Chris Manuel, if you don't get yourself in this car, she used my whole government name. If you don't get yourself in this car, I didn't realize how close Sister Mary I lived from the projects. Therefore, the chastisement came, not because she did not love me, 
because she was more concerned what would happen on my way home. That's why the message, young people, was to come straight home. You don't know what's before you before you get to your house, use your key, raise the garage, put the car in there. You don't know. God knows. That's why the way he choose to season us may seem a little indifferent. I'm getting ready to go somewhere. You're not going to agree with me. You're saying amen right now. When we understand this, the truth hits us because the discipline does not have to continue. You do know that. It's all up to me. It's all up to you. Go ahead and point to yourself. It's all up to me. I will only experience pain as long as I hang on to my sin. Are you listening to me, Smyrna? God does not expect you to seek out or enjoy his correction. If you are being disciplined, he wants you to get out of it even more than you want to. Not only is this passage designed to show us in staying grounded that God seasons us, but the next example in staying grounded, he prunes us. Mm -hmm. Verse 2, look there. Every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. He prunes us. We understand that discipline is God's proactive answer to moving us out of barrenness into fruitfulness. Disciplining is the vine dresser's strategy for cleansing us so we can start to produce fruit in our own baskets. If we are still wondering whether we are in a season of dis disciplining, we need to ask ourselves a couple of questions. Are you with me today? Can I look back and see very clearly that a sin behavior I used to be caught up in is no longer an issue? Are there thoughts, attitudes, and habits that used to dominate my life but don't no more? If your answer is yes, you're moving forward with God. If that answer is no, you're stuck in a season. And that's okay to be stuck in a season because you still can recognize that you need change. Are you with me today, Smyrna? You see, God's strategy for coaxing a greater harvest out of his branches, his church, is not one that you and I prefer. His plan is to prune us. Which the word purgeth in verse 2 means to prune us, to cut off or to reduce. If your life bears some fruit, God will intervene to. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with Dr. Christopher Manuel. I pray that today's message made your trouble smaller, your hope greater, and your faith restored. You're invited to join me every first and third Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m., and on Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church, located on 4517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, and at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church on every second and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m., and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m., located on 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on air. Send your correspondence to P.O. Box 3131, Pineville, Louisiana, 71361. And join us on every Tuesday and Thursday from 10 a.m. to 1015 a.m. on KAYT for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. The Wade Hampton Show will be right back. 
everybody's still talking about anointed king cuts at 5811 masonic drive suite c and d near the circle k store at the corner of horseshoe drive carmen king is the master barber and he's doing up hairstyles like nobody's business miss cotton candy will have you ladies looking like you just stepped out of a magazine You'll be able to relax in the comfortable waiting area, enjoying a Christian atmosphere. Both appointments and walk-ins are welcome. 318-730-4507. Anointed King Cut. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. They're giving back to the community in a big way. Anointed King Cut. You'll be able to come in normal and leave looking and feeling like a king. Anointed King Cut is another proud sponsor of KAYT. KQJO FM. Too much stuff and not enough space. Minimax Self Storage, located at 3700 Lee Street at Industrial, offers commercial and residential space, which includes individual door alarms, coded gate access, fenced and lighted for your safety, plus climate control or non-climate control, whatever you prefer. They're open seven days a week and can be reached at 449-8988. That's Minimax Self Storage on the corner of Lee Street and Industrial. Trey Huffman, owner of Minimax Storage, is a proud sponsor of KAYT. Serene Steps Therapy Center is a counseling organization providing services for substance abuse, anger management, trauma therapy, parenting, grief counseling, and so much more. Conveniently located in Alexandria at 3654 Government Street, Serene Steps Therapy Center is accessible to everyone within a four-state area. Serene Steps Therapy Center accepts most insurances. No insurance? No worries. Private pay is accepted on a sliding scale. Office hours are Thursday through Saturday from 9 to 5. To find out more, 318-792-0180 and ask for licensed social worker Yoshana Sanders. Serene Steps Therapy Center, guiding your steps toward wellness and empowerment. Serene Steps Therapy Center is another proud underwriting sponsor of KAYT. KAYT FM. Broadcasting on the cutting edge of technology. You can't stop, can't stop, can't stop, can't stop listening.
The Wade Hampton Show. New music now. Yeah. 
to Generation Radio. Generation Radio. K-A-Y-T. K-Q-J-O-F-M. And Facebook Live. Around the globe. Purify our hearts, Lord. Purify our hearts, Lord. Oh, Lord, we need you. You say it. Come on. Oh, Lord. 